and I don't envy the courts to have to make, you know, have to make these decisions, but it is absolutely um, something that, we, that, you know, we need to think about now. And, and I, I question whether or not, you know, criminal justice reform in New Jersey is, you know, is, is workable right now, given this particular situation. Certain bail components added back in, you've got um, the option for maybe, uh, you know, bracelet, house arrest. Uh, you've got, now you do, you know, the defense attorneys do have the ability to file motions on behalf of their clients to uh, ask the courts to reconsider the detention order uh, in light of this particular situation. If, if, you know, especially if there is a client who is in, being detained that would be at high risk should the virus get into the jail. You know, they're older, they have a, a health issue, um, you know, that would make them more susceptible to becoming sick uh, should the virus get in the jail. And it's going to get in the jail. I mean, it has already gotten into jails. We see this all across the country. Uh, New York City, uh, Louisiana. Uh, there was, a, I think, over the weekend, there was a, a federal uh, prisoner being held in a low uh, security facility down in Louisiana that died. So that it's going to happen. It's going to get it. It has. Um, and so I, I think that these are things that, you know, the courts have to consider and, and, you know, the, the AG's office needs to consider, the public defender's office needs to consider, the prosecutor's offices need to consider. Um, now, you know, some inmates in New Jersey were ordered released. And I, you know, I want to be clear because this, this is actually creating some confusion. The inmates that were released were inmates that were being, that, that had already been sentenced, that were essentially serving county jail sentences, whether it was as a result of municipal court conviction, whether it was as a result of, um, you know, a fourth degree, um, lower level conviction, and they, or whether or not they were serving county jail sentences as a condition of probation or as a sentence on a violation of probation. Those, there was a, an order that came out last week releasing those individuals, but they were individuals that were, that had already been sentenced. They were not individuals that were pending sentencing. Um, and, you know, the idea was that, hey, this, this doesn't make sense to hold these individuals um, they're, they're low level, low risk individuals. Um, they could potentially be paroled anyway, very soon on their county jail sentence. Um, and so they were released. Now, can they, I, can I jump and, in? And, and I should say that the prosecutor's office had the ability to object on specific individuals. It wasn't, it wasn't that the prosecutor's offices didn't have the ability to object to their release. Um, but you, you saw some some backlash from that. I was I was actually surprised to see um, that in my home county of Cumberland County, the freeholders issued a statement expressing their collective outrage um, over the release of county jail uh, inmates, you know, on, on this particular order, and suggest their release could cause you know community spread because they hadn't tested negative. You know, of course. You know, my response was, well, these are these individuals haven't tested positive either. In fact, if the freeholders had actually read the entire order, they would have seen that 
the order specifically said if an individual had tested positive, they couldn't be released, um, you know, pursuant to that particular order. And, and you know, from my perspective, I, I would think that the counties and, and, you know, the individuals and the politicians would be concerned about a civil rights lawsuit for keeping individuals in jail who could potentially, you know, get sick and, and die. Um, so, so that order that came out a week ago, releasing inmates serving county jail sentences was a smart move, in my opinion. Well, here's the fact: individuals who are who are still in there, who are actually, you know, innocent until proven guilty. The individuals that are detained, even though they're serious cases, they 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 are not guilty. They haven't been proven guilty. They're awaiting trial. They're only being detained because, again, the criminal justice reform has said that serious offenses, um, you know, maybe a flight risk, um, maybe obstruct process those individuals can be can be detained and remember here's the other thing the the, the order releasing uh these particular inmates it, it suspended their sentence you know it, it didn't it, it was a little bit unclear as to whether or not when this is all over you know, they might have to go back and complete their sentence another thing to consider is that a lot of these individuals serving a county jail sentence as a condition of probation. They're being released, but they're still being supervised on probation. Um, and so I agree, if you're trying to thin out the ranks in, in the county jails, which are already crowded, which are already, um, you know, a breeding ground, should somebody get the virus in the jail, these are the perfect individuals to release in order to alleviate that pressure on the jail system. Um, on the premise that individuals who are arrested are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. So, you know, the, the question then, it really begs the question as to, you know, what about, it, it brings me back, what do we do about these individuals that are being detained without bail? Look, street cases, they're getting new dates. I mean, they're just pushing those street cases out. Um, I spent a majority of the last two weeks erasing things in my calendar and moving them out a couple of weeks. And now we're, we're going to be doing it all over again, erasing things in my calendar and moving it out a couple of weeks. So the street cases are, are one thing. Now, I've got a lot of clients who aren't happy with the delay and they're on the street. And look, I'm telling them nothing really you can do. There's, they, they, they don't want a lot of people coming into the courthouse right now, and, and we can all appreciate that. Um, there, there is a question in the back of my mind as to you know, how long we're going to um, be able to push those cases out. There's going to be a backlog at some point, but the immediate concern from my perspective really are my clients that are detained um, and, and are detained without bail. The, the time is 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 being considered excludable time, um, like I just explained a couple minutes ago. You know that's that's a major concern right now. I don't know necessarily what the answer is, um, but again, you know, you talked about it a couple minutes ago. Is criminal justice reform workable right now in New Jersey? I think it's something we need. You know, that needs to be talked about sooner rather than later. 
For more information about criminal defense in New Jersey, go to hornerlaw.com. That's H-O-E-R-N-E-R law.com.